Thank you, dear. I love you, too. Thank you. I think I think it was a matter of not getting the building, the proper building. We had to wait our turn in order to, to get the building. Yeah. Couldn't get a good building in 15 years. <laughs> no, all kidding aside, we had to wait our turn to get in, into the garden. You know. Oh, I like it. You know. How do you think you've outlasted every other entertainer from the 50s and, for that matter, the 60s as well? I take vitamin E. Uh, I don't know. I was only kidding. I don't know. I just embarrass myself, man. Uh, I, I don't know, dear. I just, I enjoy the business. I like what I'm doing. On the press corps, that you really are a shy, humble, wonderful human being. Would you agree with that? Oh, I don't know what makes him think that. I, you know, this gold belt and this... <laughs> Well, that's cool, baby. I mean, you know how it is. Rockin' and rollin' and whatnot. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm Lee McCormick. Welcome to Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast sidecast. Rockin' and rollin' and whatnot. Episode 31. Top 40 Elvis Presley songs, 40 to 21. Are you ready for this? The first part of a two-part sidecast where we're going to count down my all-time top 40 Elvis Presley songs. I'm so excited to talk about some of the greatest music ever recorded. Thank you. Thank you very much for checking out the show on the website, TrampsLikeUsPod.com, or wherever else you found it. Stay in touch via the website and the Facebook group page, Tramps Like Us, Bruce Springsteen Podcast. All right, are you ready? Let's get real, real gone for a change. E2, WB, 1293, take one. Tell my baby, my... Yeah, something like countdown episodes and we're talking about the king of rock and roll Elvis Presley here so I just could not contain my countdown to 10 or 20 songs I had to go top 40 I had to go to 40 my 40 favorite Elvis Presley songs because we're going to do this in a two-part series you know my very first memory of being alive being a being a person on this earth is playing an Elvis Presley 45 rpm record it was the strictly Elvis EP you know it was uh, those 45 seven inches two songs per side on that red Canadian RCA Victor label, and I can visualize the record and the white glove tone arm of my Mickey Mouse record player riding the grooves of that record, and the sound, man, just bringing a joy to my soul and body, the sound that came out of that little speaker on that Mickey Mouse record player, the, the music of that band, you know, the music sounded so good, and that voice was incredible, Elvis's voice, it just, it just, you know, just went right through me, Elvis Presley's the best, right? I love so many artists. I have a lot of favorites. Bruce Springsteen, Steve Earle, Cyndi Lauper, Rolling Stones, Stray Cats, Jerry Lee Lewis. But I don't think anyone is better than Johnny Cash. He's right up there at number one for me. 
But also at number one is, is Presley. Elvis, to me, he's the top, man. That music he made just means so much to me. I just love it. And it made me a huge fan since my, my first memory at like two or three years old. I'm serious. I love the guy. You know, I'm just on a different level than any other rock and roll singer. You know, you listen to a lot of music and there's lots of great artists out there. But then you put on a Presley record and it's just a whole different level. It's just, you know, another level above everything else that was out there, you know. You know, the way Elvis would embody a song. It was just such a part of him. Like, no one could sing like he did. The way he expressed himself. And he just let it out, right? So... So when we're talking about Elvis's music, we're talking about 23 years, you know, over 600 songs, 24 studio albums, 17 soundtracks, a whole bunch of singles and EPs and live albums. You know, it was tough to narrow it down to 40. And in those 23 years, there are a bunch of different eras. You know, you have the early Sun stuff in 54, 55 in Memphis. And then you have the RCA years, 56 to 59. And he goes to the Army, he comes back, and he starts working with some of the Nashville session guys, you know. And then you have... You know, some of the great music he made there in the early 60s it was just phenomenal, right? And then he got sucked into the movies and the soundtracks in the mid-60s, which led to Elvis making one of the greatest comebacks in rock and roll history after the, the movies. You know, the, the Elvis uh, NBC special, which has been known as the 68 comeback special, is just incredible. And then right after that, on the momentum of that show, he goes back to record in Memphis in 69, leading to those Vegas gigs in 69-70, which got the live performance blood flowing in them. And Elvis kind of became a touring machine in the 70s. You know, star-spangled capes, jumpsuits, really becoming the king of rock and roll, right? Karate kicking and singing his ass off, front of the hot shit TCB band, James Burton, Ronnie Tut, all those great players in that band he had in the 70s, right? And I love all these eras of Elvis. You know, that's the one thing I love about Elvis. I enjoy it all. You know, he, he becomes it all, whatever he's doing, whether it be a, a movie soundtrack in 65 whether he's rocking the Milton Berle show in 1956. You know, it's genuine, and that's what I love. You know, that's what connects with me. And I think all of these errors are covered in my top 40. Starting off the countdown, number 40 is the song Too Much. Oh, yeah, honey, I love you too much. This was written by Bernard Weinman and Lee Rosenberg. The song was recorded September 2nd, 1956 at Radio Recorder Studio in Hollywood. Elvis worked a lot. When he signed to RCA, he worked with Hollywood recording with his band at this radio recorder's studio. So a lot of great stuff was recorded there. The song was released January 4th, 1957, went to number one, right? And the intro on this, man, I just love this song. It's got that intro. Let me grab my guitar, my Gretsch guitar here. Scotty Moore, like the song just opens up with this, this cool little, uh, this guitar lick that Scotty Moore's doing. We're in the key of uh, A flat. Right, look, he does his... Uh, Right, kind of going off that last turnaround part on the chorus. Right, so awesome, so awesome. The uh, leading into that vocal melody, Elvis just kicks it off. We have the Jordanaires behind him. Let's talk a little bit about the Jordanaires, I guess. One of the greatest, you know, backing vocal groups in the 50s and 60s. Worked with Elvis a lot, worked with Patsy Cline. I guess the main Jordanaires we're talking about in the Elvis period, we have Gordon Stoker. Neil Matthews, Hoyt Hawkins, uh, Hugh Jarrett. Hugh Jarrett was the bass singer. He's the guy you'll hear on this song going, but oh, honey, I love you, but oh. All those deep background vocals are so awesome, right? Hugh Jarrett would leave in like 58 and would be replaced by uh, Ray Walker for the, early, for the 60s when the Jordanaires would continue working with Elvis. But, uh, you know, man, this song is so great. I guess I first heard this probably on the Elvis's Golden Records LP. 
you know, had that sort of fake stereo sound. Like the song's in mono, but for the Golden Records LP, they kind of did this thing was electronically reprocessed stereo sound, and it kind of had all this, you know, fake echo and stuff on it. So, you know, it's kind of weird, but it's it's got a sound that I, you know, it's a sound from my childhood that I, I really love, right? But, you know, this song, great vocals, and the big thing, I guess, is is Scotty Moore and DJ. You know, the, the kind of sloppy stripper groove that DJ's playing on the drums with, with the hi-hats and the solid backbeat and everything. The, the feel is so good. Goes with that Scotty Moore guitar lick. And I love the little solo section where Scotty's like... Oh, man, just the groove. The groove is so great. Yeah, man, I, I love this song. Honey, I love you too much. her too much he just loves her too much <laughs> okay so number 39 we're gonna go to this the, the movie girl happy and the title track girl happy right the song from the movie this was recorded june 1964 once again at radio recorders studio in hollywood written by doc pomas and norman mead doc pomas is going to show up a few times on this countdown list uh the song was released march 2nd 1965 so 
you know, a long, long time in advance. This is the, the movie era with Elvis, right? Elvis was recording so much during the 60s. He would do like three, four movies a year, right? So he would kind of record a song and the movie and the soundtrack would come out like eight, nine, ten months later, right? Quite different than the way he would release singles and turn around albums and releases in the 50s and the early 60s, right? You know, people look at the soundtrack era as kind of the low spot in his career, probably rightly so, in comparison with the other stuff he did in the 50s and, you know, the later 60s and the 70s. But, you know, I still love some of this stuff. It's I still enjoy his movies and his soundtrack. Like, he's just so cool, and his voice is just so good. So I anything he does, I enjoy, right? Like, you know, there's nothing better than a, you know, a nice Sunday afternoon Elvis movie. You know, it's just, it's just great. It's, and this is one of my favorite Elvis films, Girl Happy, right? Uh, lots of fun in this movie. It's really funny, actually. It's a good comedy uh, you know, it's about a, a band that are, are chaperoning, uh, you know, a bunch of girls as on spring break in Florida and, and hijinks ensue and <laughs> stuff like that, right? So I love this title track. It's got a very fun chorus of the backgrounds where, where they're all singing, girl happy, girl, girl happy, right? And the drums are great playing around that uh, that surf beat and da, 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 girl happy, girl, girl happy, right? <laughs> And, uh, you know, the, the end parts where the backgrounds are like, girl, 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 happy, yes, I'm girl, 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 happy, can't you see? <laughs> Lots of fun, man. So, you know, I love Girl Happy. This is, a, this, is a, this is a great song. It makes me feel happy, makes me want to sing, makes me want to dance. And, you know, who doesn't want to lead a life filled with nothing but beautiful women? Can't you see? Every girl I see looks good to me. What a crazy way I way to be. I love a life with nothing but beautiful women while I'm girl happy as I'm girl happy. Girl happy, can't you see? Every time I see a pretty face My heart just heads for outer space I need a girl to make my life worth living Yes, I'm girl happy Yes, I'm girl happy Girl happy, can't you see? I've been like this since I was just a baby boy Keep your daughter out of sight I'm in a loving mood tonight I love a life with nothing but beautiful women Next up on my countdown, we're doing my top 40 Elvis songs. Coming in at number 38 is a song, I Gotta Know, all right? Recorded April 4th, 1960, RCA Studio B, Nashville. 
another great studio that Elvis liked to work in, like we mentioned about the Radio Recorder Studio in Hollywood. Elvis in Nashville, Studio B, he would work there a lot through the late 50s, early all through the 60s, and even through the early 70s. So, you know, just a, a legendary studio. So many great records were recorded there. Uh, th- these were the sessions, you know, Elvis came back from the Army. Was re- this song was recorded April 4th, 1960. It would be released uh, November 1st, 1960. It's the B-side to Are You Lonesome Tonight, that single. The song was written by Paul Evans and Matt Williams. And the first thing we notice about this is, you know, the production. How fucking great this song sounds, right? Like, So these are these hot Nashville session musicians, right? Listen to how this song starts. Just listen to that bass and drum groove right off the, off the top, right? And in the 60s, you know, what Elvis would do, he kind of merged his 50s band with some of these hot 60s musicians that were working in, in Nashville RCA Studio B, right? So the drums on this, and th- pretty much throughout all of the 60s kind of studio stuff, is two drummers, DJ Fontana, his 50s drummer, and Buddy Harmon, right? And they kind of would sound like one drummer, but it's two guys playing, so you don't really know what each of them is playing. Like, one guy might just be playing bass drum and snare drum, and the other guy might be playing the hi-hat, and they would work on these you know really cool parts and you know it sounds great the production is incredible on this you have the jordanaires of course backing them up now there's some cool rhythmic sax in there which is different for an elvis song little sax right in the early 60s on some of these sessions moves in and around with the uh, guitar and the piano licks obviously the jordanaires again complimenting a smooth vocal by the king of rock and roll right i love those uh, shooby dooby darlings i got my mind on lipstick shooby dooby darling all that stuff is great right and one thing we should talk about maybe get into this a little bit is that you know elvis presley although he was never credited he produced every session he did right all of his sessions were recorded live with his band in the studio very little overdubs ever done in elvis's career if, if, if any you know all the stuff was just done live in the studio trying to get that perfect take and i mean like elvis was in control of all these sessions so even though it says like steve shoals producing or you know felton jarvis producing or chet atkins producing like those guys didn't know how to produce rock and roll like Elvis produced all these sessions. He was leading the band. He knew how he wanted the song to sound, and he would do everything in his power to, to you know, get that perfect take. This is a great el- example of Elvis just, you know, producing a phenomenal track in the studio. Great fun lyrics. I love the double vocal on the chorus with the Jordanaires, and it ends the chorus going into the next verse with the uh, the the low voice, the bass singer. I guess that's where. You- Ray Walker when he was like, saw the fortune teller and had my fortune read. <laughs> that stuff is such, so great. Super catchy, super fun. I gotta know, gotta know, gotta know. Get up in the morning, feeling mighty weak. The tossing and a turn. Well, I ain't had no sleep, oh baby. What roads all I've taken? Won't you say which way you're gonna go? I gotta know, gotta know, gotta know. Nine and nine make fourteen, four and four make nine. The clock is striking thirteen. I think I lost my mind. You know it's getting aggravating. How long can I keep waiting? Tell me if you love me, yes or no. I gotta know, gotta know, gotta know. Fortune teller had my fortune read. She sent me to the doctor who sent 
got my mind Lipstick Will you kiss away my cares and woe I gotta know So next up, number 37 on my countdown is I Got a Woman. All right. So this song, Ray Charles wrote this song, you know, recorded January 10th, 1956, RCA Studio B, Nashville. So this is just right after Elvis had signed with RCA, after Sam Phillips had sold his contract. And Elvis went right into the studio right after his 21st birthday, started cutting tracks. This was one of them. I Got a Woman with his band. And man, this is a rocker. Right. Came off his first LP. We all know that iconic cover with the uh, the pink Elvis coming down the left hand of the, of the record and the Presley in green going across the bottom of the record and we have that picture of Elvis on stage mouth open in the midst of a song just rocking and rolling just an, an iconic cover you know the Clash London Calling was based off this cover so amazing uh, you know some of these first sessions with RCA he recorded Money Honey Heartbreak Hotel uh, I think this song was part of the session as well just such a great song, you know. Elvis taking some Ray Charles R and B and turning it into rockabilly, right? Like that groove comes from Elvis's guitar. Like Elvis as a guitar player. Let me grab my acoustic here. So yeah, that that rhythm of that song, the groove, changing it from the the Ray Charles R and B to that sort of up tempo, you know, rockabilly that Elvis was creating at that time. Right in the key of E, he's got that groove. Right, that groove, almost like a Johnny Cash thing, right? The Sun Records, it's got to come from that, right? That sort of feel. I got a woman way over town. She's good to me. Oh, oh, yeah. Right, all that stuff is so great. <laughs> Killer rockabilly guitar solo in there by Scotty. That so great. Band catching all the breaks behind him. And then we go from the guitar solo right into that breakdown verse. We got DJ catching the shots on the snare drum and the bass drum. She's there to love me both day and night. Another grumbles with fusses. Just treats me right. All that stuff, right? And the fill that DJ plays leading the band back into the groove. So great. <laughs> Man, I just, I'm just, I'm getting so excited. I just love these songs so much, right? And we end it with this kind of slow, bluesy stripper ending, right? Just, uh, just an amazing track off Elvis's first record, I Got a Woman. And possibly the greatest well to kick off any song ever, right? The whole rockabilly thing where you gotta, you gotta start your song with a well, right? And Elvis does the, uh, well, just this low, not like a well, like a Carl Perkins thing, but Elvis does this low, well, 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 I got a woman way across town. She's a good to me. Oh, oh, yeah. Say, I got a woman way across town. She's a good to me.
we cross town. She's a good to me. Oh, oh, yeah. She says love Look in the morning just for me. Oh, oh, yeah. She says love Look in the morning just for me. I'm having a good time. I hope you are too. So many great songs. All right. So next up, my countdown number 36 is "You're So Square, Baby I Don't Care," written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. You know, two guys that would write a lot of great songs for Elvis. Let's talk about Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, right? Two New York guys, two Jewish guys. Went out to the coast. Went out to Hollywood. Worked with the Coasters in the 50s. They wrote "Hound Dog" for Big Mama Thornton. Now these were guys that they just loved the blues, right? And these were like two young white guys that just loved writing blues music. So when they found Elvis, they were like, "Wow, here's this guy who gets the music that we want to write. This guy, he's the guy that can deliver this music the way we want." So you know, they wrote a lot of songs for Elvis. They're going to show up a few times on this countdown, and this is one they worked on on the Jailhouse Rock soundtrack. Uh, was released in November 1957, recorded April 30th, 1957, again at Radio Recorders in Hollywood. This is from Jailhouse Rock, where Elvis is dancing out by the pool. He's got his awesome sweater on and, and those two-tone loafers, right? Beautiful shoes, right? <laughs> and the bands behind him in Hawaiian shirts, right? Scotty, Bill, and DJ. And I'm not sure who that is on piano. Maybe Mike Stoller, I think, played piano on the song, but I'm not sure who is it who it is in the movie. I know Gordon Stoker from The Jordanaires played piano on a bunch of Elvis tracks as well, but... Anyway, just a great scene in that movie. Do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen the movie, check it out. If you're not familiar with that clip, I think the clip's on YouTube. Just such a fun thing. You know, Elvis was a great dancer. So there's some great dance moves in here. It's just so much fun, right? Just the music just flowed through him, and he knew how to let it out, right? He just felt every part of it. And the interesting thing about this song, too, is that that's Elvis Presley on bass, right? That little bass line. All right, let me grab my bass here. Dan Electro Longhorn. And we're in the key of C, so Elvis is doing. Mm-hmm. 
camera on part. That's that's Elvis Presley on bass, man. So cool. You're so square, baby. I don't care. You don't like crazy music. You don't like rocking bands. You just wanna go to a movie show and sit there holding hands. You're so square. I don't care You don't like a hard rod racing Driving late at night You just want to bike with nice and dark You just want to hold me tight You're so square Baby, I don't care You don't know any dance steps That I knew No one else can love me Like you do My heart flips, I only know it does I wonder why I love it, baby I guess it's just because you're so square Baby, I don't care Baby, I don't care Baby, I don't care Baby, I don't care Next up on the countdown, number 35, One Night. All right, what a great song. One Night, written by Dave Bartholomew, Pearl King, and Anita Steinman. Now, the name I recognize the most out of those three is Dave Bartholomew. Uh, rock and roll fans will know him as uh, you know part of Fats Domino's band, and he's the guy that wrote all those great Fats Domino songs. Right, So this song kind of has that 12-8 feel on the drums, like the, uh, the kind of Fats feel on the drums playing that playing it as a 12-8 groove right so so that feel the uh got a real Fats Domino feel on this song, but, you know, the vocals, it's all Presley, it's all rock and roll when we get down to the vocals on this song, right? Recorded February 23rd, 1957 at Radio Recorders in Hollywood. This was released as an A-side on October 21st, 1958, went to number four. It's also released on Gold Records 2. You know, we talked about the Golden Records before with Too Much that came out, and I think that was 57 that record came out, and then he released the second volume gold records in november 1959 and this was also the the 50 million elvis fans can't be wrong we all know that great iconic cover with elvis in the gold suit uh and you know there's like you know 10 or 12 different sized elvises on that cover just a, an amazing iconic cover the original version of this song had a different lyric called uh, one night of sin and smiley lewis had that original version right elvis rec- recorded that the one night of sin version at a previous session and, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that that suggestive lyric is in there, and that's kind of cool. But as far as the rest of the performance, I prefer this, this redone version that was done in a session later. And they kind of change it to get rid of those suggestive 
lyrics because it was you know it was it was the late 50s still right so you know i love this version this the second attempt at this one you know elvis again delivering such an incredible and comparable vocal and you know that that cool guitar lick one night with you Just call my name. Right, one of my favorite performances of this song ever has got to be on the you know, the '68 comeback special, the black leather sit down kind of unplugged jam portion of that. And there's that moment at the end where where he's like, uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna get a strap and stand up. And they don't have a strap for him, right? Because he wants to stand up, but so he puts his foot on the stool and he kind of ends up singing, "No strap for you is what I'm now looking for," right? <laughs> and it starts off kind of funny, but then you just see him as he just sort of kicks into that performance, and this is like Elvis fucking making his comeback special in 1968, right? And he's just delivering this vocal, and he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "Yeah, remember me? I'm the king of rock and roll. Like no one can rock like this, right?" So, <laughs> oh man, one night, what a song, what a song. <laughs> One night with you is what I'm now praying for. The things that we two could plan would make my dreams come true. Just call my name. Strong to high. Always lived very quiet life. I never did no wrong. Now I know that life without you has been too lonely, too long. Number 34 now, Power of My Love. 
Oh, yeah, man. What a song. Written by Bernie Baum, Bill Giant, and Florence K. This is recorded February 18th, 1969 in Memphis, Tennessee at the American Sound Studios. Now, this kicks off side two of one of Elvis's greatest albums from Elvis in Memphis, released June 17th, 1969. Now, this is right on the heels of the 68 comeback special where Elvis is really wanting to regain control of his music. He put together this project with uh, producer Chips Molman, who'd been a Memphis guy, worked at Stax, and they put together this band, Reggie Young on guitar, Dean Chrisman on drums. He had the Memphis horns with him, right? And he really wanted to... You know, after all the soundtracks, put out some great songs. So he needed songs. So he got some new songs from new songwriters. These sessions are legendary. Well, some of the best in his career, right? That album from Elvis in Memphis is, is so great. Everything that came off that as well as all the singles around it and the outtakes. So this song, Power My Love, like I said, kicks off side two of that record. Comes in with this heavy halftime shuffle. Right? You'd think a normal shuffle would be... He comes in with this halftime shuffle. All right, Gene Chrisman on the drums. Love that stuff. So cool. Right. <laughs> and we got some harmonica right on that section by Ed Collis, right? Just so cool kicking off this, this soulful bluesy feel right groovy horns on this memphis horns you know, wayne jackson you know, the, the background singers on this you know this is elvis you know like i said taking control of his music again lots of soul in his vocal on these sessions man what a, what a, what a great tune deep cut too not many people would know this as a hit but uh, i really love this song right my love will haunt you night and day the power of my love you know every minute every hour you'll be shaken by the strength and mighty power of my love Break it, burn it, drag it all around Twist it, turn it, you can't tear it down Cause every minute, every hour you'll be shaken by the strength and mighty power Can never win. No, baby, you can't lick it. I'll make you give in. Every minute, every hour, you'll be shaken by the strength and mighty power of my love. Baby, I want you. Stopping the way 
right, number 33. We're going to stick with these same sessions, right? These, um, these American Sound Studio sessions in Memphis. This song is in the ghetto, right? Just like Power of My Love kicks off side two of From Elvis in Memphis, that great record. In the Ghetto is the song that closes the album. And this was released as the first single off the album, released April 14th, 1969. You know, a couple months before the album, it went to number three. Written by Mac Davis, wrote this song. Late great Mac Davis just passed away recently. He, he wrote a lot of great Elvis songs. He, he did A Little Less Conversation. Don't Cry Daddy, he also did, you know. You know, and this song is, this is a, this song's kind of a different sound for Elvis here, right? Lush or- orchestration on this, horns, socially conscious lyrics by Mac Davis singing about, you know, the vicious circle of being born into poverty and violence in the ghettos of America and how, you know, the, the vicious, vicious circle that the baby's born into this lifestyle and he kind of absorbs that lifestyle and that's what he becomes, right? And it's hard to break free of that, that vicious circle. Nice little acoustic guitar lick on this in the key of B flat. And I love the, the southern accent of Elvis saying the ghetto, right? Instead of ghetto, it's ghetto. In the ghetto, right? <laughs> it's like guitar. It's not guitar, it's guitar, right? That southern accent. I always remember this song, loving this song as a little kid, too. We had this, this compilation, Pure Gold, Elvis Presley record in my family household in the 70s and 80s. And, and this song was on that. Love this one. As the snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morning A poor little baby child is born in the ghetto And his mother cries Cause if there's one thing she don't need Is another hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto Well, don't you understand? Your child needs a helping. He'll grow to be an angry young man someday. I take a look at you and me. Are we too blind to see? Or do we simply turn our heads and look the other way? Well, the world turns. And a hungry little boy with a runny nose Plays in the street as the cold wind blows in the ghetto And his hunger burns So he starts to roam the streets at night And he learns how to steal and he learns how to fight in the ghetto Then one night in desperation, the young man breaks away. He buys a gun, steals a car, tries to run, but he don't get far, and his mama cries. As the crowd gathers round, an angry young man face down in the street with a gun in his hand in the ghetto. And as her young man On a cold and gray Chicago morning, another little baby child is born in the ghetto. And his mama cries. 
Yeah, it wouldn't be right if it was in the ghetto. It's in the ghetto, right? Number 32, Memories. Wow, so another Mac Davis song. I didn't plan this, you know. Number 33, In the Ghetto by Mac Davis. Number 32, Memories, written by Mac Davis and Billy Strange. Billy Strange was like a wrecking crew guy. And this was recorded June 24th, 1968 at, at Western Recorders, Burbank, California. Now this was recorded, I guess, during the what's been known as the 68 comeback special at then was just the Elvis special, the NBC special, the singer presents NBC, the Elvis special, right? And this song was released on the soundtrack album for Elvis. This song was released as a single with Charo on the B side, uh, February, 1969 went to number 35. I love this song. Puts me in a very mellow mood. I love the, uh, the orchestration on this. And you know, once again, Elvis just delivering on a killer vocal, a beautiful vocal on this. Where this comes in the show too, is we all know that 68, comeback special sit down black leather moment where he's jamming with scotty and dj fontana and charlie hodge and and just rocking and playing rockabilly music and just ripping it up right and right after that session he kind of puts the guitar down he just walks over to the front of the stage he sits down you know amongst all the fans there's some girls like looking up at him and he, he just starts singing this beautiful song memories and the way he's able to you know just shift gears is just amazing just delivering this live vocal to a track i assume and it's it's beautiful right just after and you can tell there's no edits on the clip too so it's he's just been you know ripping up like this this harsh rock and roll vocal and then he just moves down and, and sings this beautiful beautiful song right wrecking crew musicians on this uh, recorded at those burbank california studios so we have hal blaine playing the brushes and you know some nice guitar work by Tommy Tedesco on this one uh, you know nice song Between the pages of my mind Memories Sweden through the ages Just like wine Quiet thoughts come floating down And settle softly to the ground Like gold of autumn leaves Around my feet I touch them and they burst apart with sweet memories Sweet memories Of holding hands and red bouquets And twilights trimmed in purple haze And laughing eyes and simple ways And quiet nights and gentle days with you Between the pages of my mind Memories Sweeten through the ages Just like wine Memories Memories Of holding hands and red bouquets And twilights trimmed in purple haze 
And laughing eyes and simple ways And quiet nights and gentle days with you Memories Pressed between the pages of my mind Memories Sweetened through the ages Just like wine Memories Memories Number 31. I think this is my dad's favorite Elvis song, Love Me. I love this one too. This song was written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, those great guys. Recorded September 1st, 1956 at Radio Recorders Studio in Hollywood, California, and released on his second LP, Elvis, October 19th, 1956. Right, we talked about that first record cover with Elvis singing in the black and white picture and the Elvis Presley name in pink and green. Second record just called Elvis, one word, Elvis. We're starting to drop the Presley. One thing I kind of have an issue with with Elvis records is he kind of became Elvis right away, this one-named artist. Instead, they dropped Presley from a lot of his albums and stuff like that. But I, I always liked Elvis Presley, right? Not just Elvis, but whatever. So this record is called Elvis by Elvis Presley, right? Beautiful cover on this where he's got the side profile wearing that like sort of pinstriped uh, purple shirt holding the Martin guitar. His brown hair before it was dyed black, perfectly greased, combed, and the quaff is there and he's just uh, looking up into the sky and the, the background is like this kind of sunburst, like orangey, you know, color. It's just a beautiful cover and it's a great record too. A lot of great rock and roll on this, some great ballads. And this is probably one of Elvis's greatest 50s ballads. That great slow vocal pickup that he does on the song, Treat Me Like a Fool. Right? <laughs> I'm not singing that anywhere near the way as good as Elvis did, but you get the idea, right? You know, the, the vocals on this song is what makes it. You know, this very minimal but absolutely perfect music provided by Scotty, Bill, and DJ. And I believe this is Gordon Stoker on piano, the member of the Jordanaires who would play piano on some of those Elvis recordings in the late 50s there. But the minimal music creates a perfect bed track for these vocals to, to soar on top of this, right? And Elvis really working with the Jordanaires. He wouldn't sing like against them. He would sing with them and he would listen to what they were singing and he would kind of, their licks and the, the melodies that he would play off them and he would imitate the bass singer in the Jordanaires for one line and then he would go up and he would, you know, sing with the tenor singer for the next verse. And it was, it's just an amazing thing, you know? And the Jordanaires answering him on the bridge where he's like... Uh, I would beg and steal. And the Jordanaires are, he would beg and steal. <laughs> it wasn't released as a single. This was just an album track, but it actually went to number two in the charts. Uh, you know, it was, it was the first time that it ever happened in the charts where like a non-single album track, you know, made it in the charts just because people were playing it just because, you know, it's Elvis and these songs are just that good. Uh, you know, just an amazing, the tremor and pain in Elvis's vocal is just untouchable on this song. Treat me like a fool Treat me mean and cruel But love me Bring my faithful heart Tear it all apart But love me Won't you love me 
Number 30 is Return to Sender. From the Girls, Girls, Girls movie soundtrack, the song was written by Winfield Scott and Otis Blackwell. Right, We know that Otis Blackwell name. He wrote Don't, Don't Be Cruel, All Shook Up, those hits for Elvis in the 50s. This song was recorded March 27, 1962. The song was released on the Girls, Girls, Girls movie soundtrack and also released as a single September 5, 1962, and it went to number two in the charts. Presley nailed this in two takes, I think. Just a, just another smooth, great vocal by Elvis. You're going to get sick of hearing me say that, how great these Elvis vocals are, but I mean, you know, he's the greatest singer of all time. Come on. Boots Randolph on the sax on this, right? Nice pickup with the sax to kick the song off. I dare you not to smile and tap your foot, right? This is just a fun song. The bass is playing with a pick, gives it that percussive sound. Nice medium shuffle on this by the drums. Probably DJ and Buddy again, that drumming tandem. I love them. Makes you want to twist. Good dancing by the king in the film sequence for this. Girls, 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 check him out. Singing this song, looking sharp in a nice black suit. A couple of buttons undone on his shirt. Perfect black hair, styled back, greased, looking looking amazing, right? <laughs> We're talking about the smooth vocal on Elvis through this, but he would, you know, he knew when to get gritty, right? That one line. Alright, I'm sorry, but my letter keeps coming back. Return the send up. I gave a letter to the postman He put it in his sack Bright and early next morning He brought my letter back She wrote upon it Return to sender Address unknown No such number No such song 
how that song ends with the uh the saxon elvis return to sender return to sender right just these these songs are just amazing right all right number 29 is stuck on you i love this song written by aaron schroeder and j leslie mcfarland this was recorded march 21st 1960 rca studio b nashville right part of those great sessions when Elvis came back from the Army, early recording sessions in 1960 are, are phenomenal. And this is part of one of those sessions released as a single March 23rd, 1960. This went to number one in the charts, right? It was also released on that, uh, the, the Gold Records Volume 3 came out a couple of years later in 1963. And this was his first hit after returning from the Army. Look at that turnaround too. Recorded March 21st and released as a single on March 23rd. So two days later... You know, from him recording it in the studio, they had it out in the stores and you can, out to the radio, out, out on the airwaves, right? And went right to number one, his first hit after returning from the army. Right, I love that drum pickup. That little that little pickup there is beautiful into that shuffle by DJ and Buddy. Right, little hand claps in there sporadically. Right, great background vocals by the Jordanaires. That's something you're going to get sick of hearing me say too. Great background vocals by the Jordanaires. You know, they're almost, uh, you know, a part of uh, a different instrument. You know, it's it's just such a big part of that Elvis sound in the 50s and 60s. Right, it's got that sweet production on it that we heard earlier on I Gotta Know. Same band, same, same studio, right? Elvis taking control of those sessions. He's the producer. It's not Chet Atkins. It's not Steve Scholes. It's, it's Elvis. He's the producer, man. <laughs> man, stuck on you. Number one in 1960. Shake an apple off an apple tree Shake a shake a sugar But you'll never shake me uh-uh-uh. No sirree uh-uh. I'm gonna stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you I'm gonna run my fingers through your long black hair I Squeeze you tighter than a grizzly bear uh-uh-uh. I'm gonna stick like glue 
sick because I'm stuck on you. Hide in the kitchen, hide in the hall. Ain't gonna do you no good at all. Cause one side catch you and the kissing starts. A team of wild horses couldn't tear us apart. I'm gonna take a tiger from his daddy's side. That's how a love is gonna keep us tied. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Stick like glue Stick because I'm stuck on you I am the kitchen Coming in number 28 is Heartbreak Hotel. Written by May Axton and Thomas Dorden, right? Recorded January 10th, 1956, RCA Studios, Nashville. This is right after Elvis signed with RCA. Uh, Sam Phillips sold his contract from Sun Records to RCA. And Elvis went right to the recording studio right after his 21st birthday. Cut like two or three songs, and this was one of them. Released January 27th, 1956. So, you know, a couple weeks after recording, it was released. Went right to number one. Right, this was his first single for RCA after leaving Sun, and kind of an odd choice as his first single when you think of it. Like this is his new label, and this is a this is a dark, dark, sad song. Right, basically, it's just that voice. It's that voice of Elvis that really carries it. You know, there's a bass on it. That, you know, Bill Black playing that bass. You know, some light piano in there, some minimal guitar, and and brushes on that snare. Right, it's just a when you think of the other songs. That would come after it, like his the blue suede shoes and hound dog and don't be cool, all shook up. And then this one, Heartbreak Hotel, kind of really sticks out as this like, what is this? what is this sound? It's got this different sound to it, right? But that vocal he delivers just blows me away. It's it's incredible. And he's going for that sun sound, right? He wants like the blue moon vibe. He, he wants that. But the engineers at RCA, that like Steve Scholes and those guys, they don't know how to get that Sun Records sound that Sam did. Sam Phillips. When he was producing Elvis, he would put this slapback echo, this tape echo on him. So he would kind of double the vocal, but you would run the second tape like just a little bit uh, slower than the, the first tape. So then you would create this kind of natural echo. But they didn't know how to do that, right? So they kind of just put Elvis in his echo chamber and just put all this echo on his vocal. And Elvis is just like, okay, I guess I'm gonna just going to work with this, right? So then he just comes up with this sound where he's like, I get so lonely, baby. I get so lonely. That thing where he's just kind of, you know, using the vibrato and tremolo in his voice to kind of trigger that echo sound. which It's just amazing, right? <laughs> I love it, right? The music is so sporadic on it, and it's just in the background there, right? And the only thing is, is that kind of guitar lick, that guitar solo thing. So it's probably one of the first, you know, guitar licks, kind of guitar solos I probably ever learned was that song. So Scotty Moore, TV. So Scotty Moore just comes in with those. Well, since my baby left me, right? Those kind of things. 
And then he sings the verse, and he's kind of just in. He's just kind of picking. Just kind of picking underneath, right? It's very spot, sporadic. Although it's always crowded. He comes in with those high notes, right? Still can find some room. Broken-hearted lovers that try there in their gloom. And he comes in just soft underneath, right? And then the solo, right? Right, that kind of thing. <laughs> Scotty Moore, he's the greatest. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lone Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be just a lonely. I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken-hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. Be so, well, be just a lonely baby. Well, be just a lonely. Oh, you're so lonely, they could die. Man, the bellhop's tears keep flowing, and the death clerk's dressed in black. Well, they've been so lonely. We'll never, never look back and think you're so, think you're so lonely, baby. Well, they're so lonely. Well, they're so lonely, and they could die. Well, if your baby leaves you, you gotta tell the tale. Or just take a walk down the street to Heartbreak Hotel, where you will be. Think you're so lonely, baby. Well, you will be lonely. He'll be so lonely, you could die. Number 27 is Treat Me Nice from the Jailhouse Rock movie and soundtrack written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller. They wrote a bunch of great songs for the Jailhouse Rock soundtrack. This was recorded September 5th, 1957 at Radio Recorders Studio in Hollywood, California. The song Treat Me Nice was actually the B-side to Jailhouse Rock. Uh, came out September 24th, 1957. Uh, you get a nice little piano intro by Mike Stoller on the kind of bass strings there. Right, and then it comes in with this, I love this little slapping sound that you hear all the way through. Like a, It's kind of like he's slapping the back of his guitar. Like, It's got to be something like that, right? Like if you hear like All Shook Up and Don't Be Cruel, there's that kind of, instead of a snare drum, there's like Elvis. Slapping the back of his guitar, right? Slapping the back of his Martin guitar. So cool. I love that. So the way he changes his vocal delivery line to line, singing with the Jordanaires, right? I love the stops at the end of the verses. 
Well, treat me nice. Right? Those little pickups. Treat me nice. They're so good. <laughs> When I walk through that door, baby, be polite. You gonna make me so if you don't greet me right. Don't you ever kiss me once, kiss me twice. Treat me nice. I know that you've been told it's not fair to tease. So if you come on cold. I'm really gonna freeze If you don't want me to be Cold as ice Treat me nice Make me feel at home If you really care Scratch my back and run your pretty fingers Through my head Are you are a slave If you ask me to but if you don't behave, I'll walk right out on you. If you want my love, then take my advice. May we feel at home if you really care. Scratch my back and run your pretty fingers through my head. No, I'll be your slave. Are you asking me to? Yeah, but if you don't behave, I'll walk right out on you. If you want my love, then take my advice. Dream and I. Dream and I. If you really want my love, then treat me now. 26 is I Got Stung. Holy smokes, land sakes alive. I never thought this could happen to me. All right, so fun song here. Of course, the Jordanaires, so amazing on this one with their and then Elvis is like, yeah. Uh-huh. And then Elvis is like, yeah. <laughs> so awesome, right? This is a this is a quick little rocker coming in at like 111 seconds. Rapid fire vocals, kind of like Jerry Lee Lewis, High School Confidential reminds me of. I think Jerry Lee would do a you know a cool cover of this song. This was actually the last thing he recorded before leaving for the army. Recorded June 11th, 1958 at the RCA Studios in Nashville. Songs written by Aaron Schroeder and David Hill. This was released as the B-side to One Night which came out uh, October 21st, 58, went to number eight. You know, when Elvis left for the army, the colonel and everybody, they were just kind of, they wanted to book as many sessions as possible so they could, you know, get some stuff in the can so they could release it sporadically over the next couple of years. So that's when you had, you know, singles come out. You had uh, like Gold Records, Volume 2, 50 Million Elvis Fans Can't Be Wrong. You had like A Date With Elvis. You had like For LP Fans Only. Reissued some of those old Sun records. So, you know, it's amazing. And this is one of those songs that came out while Elvis was away in the army satisfying the fan base just a great little rocker you know the band is cooking on this you know elvis and the jordanaires laying down that vocal while you know floyd kramer tinkling the ivories there on the piano on the, on the high keys and everything like that and you know dj fontana laying down this this cooking straight eighth note groove on the drums buddy Harmon on bongos holy smoke land sakes alive i never thought this could happen to me 
25 is Suspicious Minds. That's right. Written by Mark James. Suspicious Minds was recorded January 22nd, 1969. American Studios, Memphis, Tennessee. You know, part of those great sessions after the 68 comeback special. Elvis working with Chips Moman. Going back into the studio, back to Memphis. Actually, like some Memphis soul vocals by the King. It's really cool, right? I love how this song starts with a guitar lick over the hi-hat groove, bass coming in, vocal start, drums move to the quarter note stop, you know, the strings come in on the chorus. Just an, just an epic song. It's a great song. It's such catchy hooks, right? We're caught in a trap. I can't walk out because I love you, baby. Right? Amazing. The horns come in on the second verse. And these are the Memphis horns. Again, you know, Wayne Jackson of Stax's Memphis horns playing on this stuff. You know, I love the halftime feel in the bridge. Oh, let our love survive. And it actually slows down, right? They go into this halftime feel, halftime feel but not only is it halftime, but it's, it's the tempo totally slows down. And then when they come back, they pick it up. That just shows a great band, great musicians. You know, Elvis recording live in the studio, trying to get that perfect take where the... Uh, you know, where the feel was just great. It's all about feel, right? Like having that slow down and that speed up thing. It's all about feel. And it just feels really good, right? There's like a choir there of background singers. It's amazing. This was like a staple of all of Elvis's live concerts, you know, going forward in the 70s. And he do this a lot faster live, really smoking versions with the TCB band. He's doing the breakdown part and he's doing like the kind of splits, like he's down on his legs and he's doing like a, he's doing like the splits, splits leaning over, going back foot to foot, kind of like a, like runner's pose, yoga move, and going back and forth, the right leg to the left leg. And he's like, I hope my pants don't split up, baby. <laughs> I hope this suit don't tear up, baby. Well, don't you know? Caught in a trap I can't walk out 
What you do with 
now we're at number 24, Burning Love, baby, a hunk of hunk of burning love, written by Dennis Lind, who actually plays guitar on the track, recorded March 28, 1972 at RCA Studio C in Hollywood. You know, Elvis in the 70s, he was very sporadic with kind of his rockers. He'd moved into, you know, kind of becoming a ballad love song singer, and that's kind of the material he was doing. And, you know, there's a lot of gems and some great stuff, but... Uh, very few rockers, but you know there are some great ones, and this was definitely a good one. His kind of last top ten hit. This went to number two, released as a single, August first, nineteen seventy two. Should have been number one. It was kept out of number one by, get this, Chuck Berry's My Dingaling. Right? <laughs> now, I love Chuck Berry, and he definitely deserves a number one. But a number one for My Dingaling. I love that song, but. You know, a number one, and to keep burning love out of that top spot, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. But uh, great tune, man. That guitar lick off the top, right? The guitar part, key of D. I guess that's Dennis Lynn playing that. Chorus. B minor, A, G. So it's a rocking song. Ronnie Tut on the drums, laying down that groove, that four-to-the-floor groove. It's so great. This song was, like I said, released as a single, August 72. And the first LP it came out on was this kind of budget Camden release, Burning Love and Hits from his movies. You know, I had this cassette tape. I was working at a grocery store back in the 80s, and we had like a little, uh, one of those bins of budget tapes where you could get tapes for like two ninety nine, and they had this in there, and I think I bought it. And <laughs> you know, it was cool. It had some pretty shitty songs from his movies. Like they say hits from the movies, but it should be like duds from the movies. But <laughs> but it's kind of a waste of a great song to put it on this comp album. Like they should have saved it and put it on one of his you know, good times or raised on rock or something like that. Uh, you know, I love when he starts singing the high notes the at, on the fade out, the fade out, the background singers are like, uh, singing and he's like, ah, ah, ah. He, he tries to, he tries to hit up there, right? Just, just, just good fun. Good fun. Great ending. Great version on Aloha from Hawaii. It's a standout song for me on that show. Seeing Elvis like in the Eagle jumpsuit, 1973 King of rock and roll, right? Hunk, hunk, burning love. This song rocks. Turn it up.
for number 23 of my top 40 favorite Elvis Presley songs. This is the B-side of Elvis's first single, Blue Moon of Kentucky. Right, Written by Bill Monroe, this song was recorded July 5th or 6th, uh, 1954, at Sun Studio, Memphis, Tennessee. It was the B-side to That's Alright, which was released on July 19th, 1954. Now, this is just an incredible song, just for what it means to music. They had That's Alright, and they were definitely going to use that as the A-side. And, and Sam Phillips went to Elvis, and he said, what else you got? And Elvis pulls out this rockabilly version of this bluegrass song, this bluegrass classic, which is like a 3-4 waltz. Right, so it's kind of like uh, Blue moon of Kentucky Keep on shining Shine on When it's gone and let me blue Blue moon of Kentucky Keep on shining Shine on When it's gone and let me blue It's kind of like a, like a waltz kind of thing, right? And then here comes Elvis with this version, right? And this he just basically turned it upside down, turned it from a 3-4 to a 4-4, four, four, and he comes in with this intro. A blue moon. Blue moon. Blue moon. Keep on shining bright. Blue moon, keep on shining bright. You're gonna bring me back to my baby tonight. Blue moon. Keep shining bright. Right? Just, oh, amazing. And I love that turnaround there where he goes from the A, A7, D, D minor, A, D, A. Right? <laughs> Fucking great. How good is that? Right? Rockabilly music being created right there in Sun Studio, Memphis, Tennessee, July 1954. Right? Like, this is rockabilly music. Scotty, Scotty Moore on guitar laying down some cool country licks in there, some rockabilly country licks on that, that Gibson hollow body guitar. And the way Bill Black would, would play on the solos there, he started walking on the solos like a, like a blues, like a, like a walking thing on the bass, and he's like slapping the, slapping the strings back and forth, and he's getting that kind of Willie Dixon slap and oh, walking bass lines. So great. And I love how he had his interpretation of a black R&B song, That's All Right, on side A. And then on side B was his interpretation of a white country bluegrass song. That was the flip side, right? So, so that's his essence, right? It's, it's taking his influences and then turning it into his own. Like finding songs that he likes and it's like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to sing it. It's going to come out in this Elvis Presley style, this rockabilly, this rock and roll hillbilly cat style. You know, Bill didn't like his version because he thought he was, you know, it's just a, this radically different version of his classic song. And he didn't like it, you know, until he got his first royalty check. <laughs> blue moon, blue moon. Blue moon, keep shining bright. Blue moon, keep on shining bright. She gonna bring me back on my baby tonight. Blue moon, keep shining bright. I say blue moon, I feel lucky to keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue. I say blue moon, I feel lucky to keep on shining. Shine on the one that's gone and left me blue.
I keep on shining Shine on the moon that's going to let me blue I say blue moon of Kentucky Keep on shining Shine on the moon that's going to let me blue Okay, coming in at number 22 on my top 40 countdown is another Sun Records song. This is Trying to Get to You. This was recorded July 11th, 1955 at Sun, written by Rose Marie McCoy and Charles Singleton. This was like a, like a blues song originally done by the Eagles in 1954. You know, and this is an outtake that didn't come out. Recorded at Sun, but not released until his debut LP for RCA, Elvis Presley, which came out on March 23rd, 1956. Right, and this is Elvis accompanying himself on piano rather than acoustic guitar. Kind of different for a Sun record to have Elvis on piano while he's singing, which is cool, right? So take a listen to this and, and think of the king sitting at the piano singing his song, right? So amazing. Drums on this song by Johnny Bernero. Not many Sun records by Elvis have drums on it, but a, a few do. Some of these outtakes, and this is one of them. Johnny Bernero playing the drums on this. I love Scotty playing the triplets on this. He does the solo when the solo was just basically his part going through the chords and he's doing this triplet part, fingering it on the strings, right? It's amazing. But it's all about the bridge on this song and his voice, right? The way he would sing it. And he realized he's only 20 years old and he's singing like this, right? We, and we get the bridge twice, right? He hits the bridge, we get the solo and then we hit the bridge again. You know, just the pain and the way he would cry line at the end. You really love me true, right? That little hiccup thing that Buddy Holly would kind of take. I'm sure he got that from from El- this, right? It's amazing. You know, another killer version is from that 68 comeback special show where he's doing the sit down leather jam session with his buddies and they, they pull this song out. And man, you hear him sing this song then in 1955, and then you hear him 13 years later where he's just mastered his voice. And when he wants to, you know, rip it, he can still rip it and he does it on this song. It's, it's amazing, right? <laughs> and I've been to Sun many times. I love that room. It's just got such a vibe. And I can picture Elvis sitting on the piano singing this song and recording that. That kind of hot July day, 1955. I've been traveling over miles, even through the valleys too. I've been traveling in day, I've been running all the way, baby, trying to get to you. Ever since I read your letter, where he said you love me true. I've been traveling night and day I've been running all the way Baby, trying to get to you When I read your loving letter Then my heart began to sing There were many miles between us But it didn't mean a thing I just had to read you, baby Kept traveling night and day, I kept running all the way, baby, trying to get to you. Well, 
to do it all That's exactly what I do I would travel night and day And I'd still run all the way Baby trying to get to you Dark at night, he would shine as bright as light When I was trying to get to you Man, that last line When I was trying to get to you <laughs> So good, right? Do yourself a favor, rewind that and listen a couple more times, right? <laughs> and you hear Johnny Bonero click his stick there at the end Like he's putting his stick down Very live, very real Alright, I got one more song for you for this First half of my top 40 Elvis Presley song countdown. Number 21 is A Mess of Blues, written by Doc Pomus and Mort Schumann. It's those two cats, they wrote a bunch of great songs for Elvis. I think I might have a few more coming up in my top 20. The song was recorded March 21st, 1960 at Studio B in Nashville, right? RCA Studio B. Coming out of the Army, his first two sessions were March 20th and March 21st, 1960. This song was recorded on the second session, March 21st. Amazing. Great production on this. Listen how this song sounds. Starts with a boogie-woogie piano riff by Floyd Kramer. Right here, some finger snaps in there. It's got to be Elvis, man. Elvis is finger snapping, right? Getting ready. You get a pickup from the drums, and Elvis is right in with the verse, right? So great. This song was released as the B-side to It's Now or Never, but it's still charted at number 32 as a B-side. Right, also came out later on Elvis's Gold Records Volume Four, right? And we get a more mature voice from Elvis here than we've heard in in the fifties. You know, he's continually improving, right? He's controlling the power of his voice. He was wild in the fifties, and now he can kind of purposely restrain himself so he can explode when he wants to. I love it, man. I love the drums on this, right? DJ Fontana and Buddy Harmon, that great drumming tandem that Elvis would use in the sixties, right? They do this. Uh, they go into this like triplet part, this 12-8 part on the bridge. Right? And then that fill they come out of it with. Right? So sweet. <laughs> A mess of blues. Got your letter, baby Too bad you can't come home I, I swear I'm going crazy Sitting here all alone Since you gone I got a mess of blue I ain't slept a week since Sunday I can't eat a thing
such a good song right good way to finish off this you know first half of my top 40 countdown going numbers 40 to 21 great singing great band stay tuned for the next episode where i count down the top 20 even better from here if you can imagine that right thank you thank you very much for listening and we'll talk with you next time well that's the show friends thanks for listening you can find us on our website, TrampsLikeUsPod.com, communicate with us on Facebook, on our Tramps Like Us podcast group page. Rockin' and Rollin' and Whatnot Sidecast is a non-profit audio fanzine created by fans for fans and is available for free. We are not affiliated with Bruce Springsteen or any of the artists featured on the show. If you have heard any music you like, please find it and purchase it via Amazon, your local record store, or wherever music is sold. As always, gratitude and respect to all of the great musicians and performers we feature on the show. Stay cool and keep rocking and rolling and whatnot. So every time I do these lists, it's so hard to leave that number 11 spot, not, not 21 or 41 off the list. That one song that almost made it, you know. So I had about four or five songs hovering around that number 41 slot. As a little bonus thing here, I want to play an honorable mention for you. This is some incredible ballad singing by Elvis. What a voice. I love this song. That's Someone You Never Forget. Recorded June 25th, 1961 in Nashville. Released on the Potluck record that came out in 62. It was the last track on that album. This is actually one of the few songs that Elvis Presley actually wrote. He came up with this title and wrote it with his longtime friend and bodyguard, Red West. Just an amazing vocal by Elvis with the Jordanaires supporting him.
That someone you'll never 